Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WTF podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So we're in week 12. What happened around the NFL this week? It was crazy, wasn't it? Let's start with Monday Night Football and work our way back. Yeah, I think the Josh Dobbs moment, even though I love that guy, it it could be over. Four interceptions, um, you know, the loss on Monday Night Football might be just too much, two losses in a row, and just some bad decisions. So we'll see what happens going forward there. But the only backup after that would be Mullins. So I'm not really sure what they're going to do. Although Addison came out this week and, or I should say this morning and said, I should have caught that ball that he threw deep. Um, you know, they didn't, that ball that they said was, um, was incomplete pass was actually caught. The hands were under it. And, you know, there was just a couple things that other players as well could have kind of bailed him out from those four turnovers. But again, it, it was, it was an ugly game. So, and for a steel, for a Steeler fan who's seen ugly games, that was an ugly game. So let's go to the Miami game. Yes. Mike McDonald is pretty happy after Javon Holland's Hail Mary pick six. I've never seen anything like that before. A Hail Mary thrown, none of the wide receivers around the guy that caught it and they the, from the other team, and they just didn't knock the ball down. They didn't stop him, nothing, and he ran it back for a touchdown. Never seen anything like it. They said it's the first time it's happened in NFL history, and that was definitely a what-the-football moment. Uh, a pick six on a Hail Mary. What the? football. Now, because I can't wait any longer, I want to go to the Steelers game. I know you've probably already heard um, Joe talk about it. And it just, I was just so excited because we finally got over 400 yards of offense. The firing of Matt Canada obviously was the right move. I can't believe they did it mid mid season. I mean, that just isn't the Steelers way, but you know, Mike Tomlin had to think I need, not only do I need points, but we need to have some kind of a change here because Having 58 games with no offense, that is just not going to work for anyone. And I'm I'm actually really disappointed. Now you can see what happens with that change that Ben's last year was wasted. But back to our current season, you know, Kenny had a really decent game. He was actually, I know you find this funny, but in the fantasy world, he was actually top 10 quarterback this week and nobody played him. I'm positive. But to see, you know, people get an opportunity because players are out like Minka. Now Thompson, he gets his first career interception. You just see, you know, Broderick Jones and just all these guys just making just a great statement. And for the everyone out there that's hating on Najee versus Jalen Warren, stop it. They both are such a great tandem. What other team has a two-player punch when it comes to running back. And just think about this. If we do get into the playoffs, it's going to save both of their legs. It's going to save their bodies. And last week, Jalen Warren had his second, you know, 100-yard game. And then this week, Naj was at 99. And did you see that angry run he had where he was going down the field? We thought he was down. The whistle wasn't blown. And he took basically a whole team of players with him past the first yard, first down, uh, marker. So he got, he would get, for me, would get the angry run, 
um, award this week, but we, we need to stop hating on that. Be, you know, we need to be happy, not just for the win 16 to 10 and being in second place now in the AFC North and having an actual shot. We're only one game back of winning a division. I know pipe dream, but still the other thing is we're only two games away from Mike Tomlin once again, not having a losing season. And I know everyone wants more than that. And I do too. But when you look at the big picture, the the Steelers are in such a better position than, you know, 25 teams in the league. So you, you need to stop hating. And that's for me, that's a what the football things. What the football are you hating on? Because they're they're really getting the job done. We finally saw deep shots down the middle. Pat Frymuth had fantastic game, fantastic numbers. And we're so happy to have him back. You need that that big tight end down the middle for sure. And we saw for those of for people that were trying to in the media trying to make um, you know a you know mountain out of a molehill between Deontay Johnson and Mickey Fitzpatrick from a previous week apparent argument in the locker room from a non catch. It was Minka that was running down the sideline when Deontay made that amazing twenty uh, plus yard catch. So stop hating. It's 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 all coming together. It seems like they as a group really worked it out. Uh, George Pickens. You know, I think after having Thanksgiving at Tomlin's house, he seems to get has his mind right. Like Mike Tomlin said, he was just a pebble in the shoe. That was nothing. And so I'm hoping to see more positive from Steeler fans because it's it's really fun to have a, a victory Monday. It really is, especially when you look at some of the other teams and what's going on and, you know, seeing that, you know, coaches are being fired. Look at Carolina. Frank Reich was, was fired after not even making it a full season. And that team's gone through, what did they say, six coaches in seven years? Be happy you are a Steeler fan if you're listening to this podcast because you have to give it a shot sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have a bad season, which Mike Tomlin's worst season, what, eight and eight? So you have to really look at the big picture. And let's just kind of take a look again around the league on what else gave us that WTF moment. I think the Giants-Patriots, it's just sad. Giants beat the Patriots 10-7. Patriots had a chance to tie it up uh, at the last minute with a very, you know, short field goal at 32 yards, I think it was, and he missed it, rookie uh, kicker. And so they lost, and Mac Jones was benched for the fourth time this season. You know, when you do something over and over again, it's insanity if it's not working. I'm not sure what Bill Belichick's thinking or if he even wants to be there or you know, he got dealt kind of a, a, a bag. Of, he doesn't have a bag of tricks anymore. He doesn't have Tom Brady, as we all know. So I don't know what he's going to do. But now he's dealing with the backup to the backup with Zeppi, who is not that much better because he's throwing interceptions as well. So it, it's just uh, it's a nightmare over there in um, in New England. So now when I spoke about the Dolphins getting that uh, Hail Mary run back for a pick six, who do you think they were playing? Yeah, the Jets, Dolphins win 34-13. I think one of the most surprising surprising games for me was watching the beginning of the Chiefs game and watching them go down 14-0. But then you sit there and go, oh, wait, they're playing the Raiders. And yeah, they came back winning 31-17 over the Raiders. And you knew they were going to come back. But, you know, I have a friend who's extremely you know, passionate about the chiefs and he loves them. And and I can understand that they've got Patrick Mahomes, they've got Kelsey and they've got some playmakers over there, but Patrick Mahomes has not had a good season and they're pulling off wins when they need to. 
without playing their best. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Definitely what the football, oh my gosh, Bills, Eagles, you know, wow. Eagles win 37-14 or 30, sorry, 37-34 uh, in overtime. And Josh Allen, again, more turnovers. And they say he's 0-6. Wow, WTF. In the overtime scenario where he can't win in overtime. And so I, you know, they're 6-6 six and six now. I don't know what they're going to do as far as a franchise. And they basically, everyone was anointing them preseason saying that they were going to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think so. I think the Eagles may be headed there from an NFC position. That's just an opinion, but I think that could be the case. Yeah, Ravens kept it going at 2010 over the Chargers. Not interested in that game at all, but I would like to send a fruit basket to the Broncos. Wow, five-game winning streak after, again, starting the season terrible. And Sean Payton, I don't know what he's done to Russell Wilson, but they've turned it around. And they beat the Browns. Thank you. That's why the Steelers are now in second place in the AFC. Beat the Browns 29-12. And so, yes, the Browns have, have definitely got a better defense than um, who the Steelers played in the Bengals. But they the, the Broncos, at the Broncos, in Denver, they basically trampled them. So that was very helpful from an AFC North um, position. So... Uh, you gotta you gotta appreciate the, the the little victories and the little wins there. The Bears Viking, oh man, Monday Night Football. Again, going back to the Josh Josh Dobbs thing, you know, twelve ten. That is a tough pill to swallow. It is just really tough. So we'll see what happens on that one. 49ers, they pull it off with the Seahawks. Remember, the Steelers play the Seahawks, which is just a kind of a pedestrian team. So our our schedule moving forward is Steelers' schedule. See, I embrace my team. It's our schedule. Um, they're, we're supposed to have the weakest schedule in the league, but on any given Sunday, you know what happens. So let's not get too comfortable. But it looks like uh, we definitely could make the playoffs. I'm not, it said after this win this past weekend, we're now 76% to do that. Uh, Colts with, um, Bake, who is it, um, Minshew. So Gardner Minshew, he basically pulled off the win over the Buccaneers 27-20. And that was a, a sloppy game too. There was interceptions on both sides. And I think that's the big, it seems like that's the big theme for week 12. Interception, interception, interception. Except Kenny Pickett. He doesn't turn the ball over. Now, those of you may think that maybe he doesn't have the arm strength, but we did see some some deep deep shots taken that were that were actually on target, but he doesn't turn the ball over. So that's I mean that's huge if you look at some of these games on some of the and on what's happening out there. Now the Lions who were going into their in, into their game uh, eight and one and they lost to the Packers and Jordan Love 29-22. I'm on Thanksgiving Day. I'm sure that was a tough pill to swallow. And so that was definitely, um, it, you know, I hate to say it was a boring game because 29-22, you think it had, a, you know, a lot going on, but it was, it was a predictable game. I'm going to say that the, the Lions just, their defense lost their minds. I'm not really sure what was going on. We knew the Cowboys were going to blow out the commanders on, on Thanksgiving at 45-10, but it was, it, it was just tough to watch some of the games because it just was Kind of a, a predictable uh, situation when you're looking at some of those games. The Rams, oh my gosh, you think this was their Super Bowl. I saw them, um, you know, doing all kinds of celebrations. You know, what are they now? Three and eight, 37-14 over the Cardinals. That's not that's not impressive. You're, you're playing a team that has, what, two wins? Yeah, you, you've got to consider who you're playing before you get all excited about it. 
So it'll be interesting to see how we do on week 13 and how everyone does actually, but just some of the the plays out there, some of the play calling, some of the situations, situational football is just crazy because there's a lot of, there's, there's just a lot of flipping the script. So when it comes to AFC and also NFC and just the picture there, you know, the Steeler, the Steelers now are the fifth seed at seven and four. Browns are, are on our tail at the sixth seed and the Colts now moved into the seventh seed with that win. And crazy as it may seem, still in the chase, Texans, Broncos, Bills. And so that's just absolutely crazy. The, the, the Bengals, they're out of it, in my opinion, because they're five and six. They're way down on the list. Of course, the Ravens are number one, then Chiefs, Jags, Dolphins. But right, right out of it are the Steelers. And so very tight in the AFC playoff picture. And just, you know, kind of exciting to see what's going to happen. The Eagles, for me, they haven't played their best football yet. I think they they really they get the wins, they keep coming, but it's just not clean wins. And if they haven't played their best football yet and they're 10 and 1, and think about their kicker and this is also a, a, an appreciation podcast for our kicker, um Chris Boswell, who the only one he's missed was what 62 and he shouldn't have even had to do that because of a a ridiculous penalty that we got at that point. But he has been just steady. But the kicker on the Eagles, he drilled a 59-yarder in rainy conditions on a very sloppy field to force that overtime. And so um, that, was, that was quite the, the clutch play, if you ask me. But the Eagles, if they haven't played their best football, oh my gosh, what's going to happen when they do? And it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Texans. Yes, they've got C.J. Stroud. But the Jaguars, 24-21 win. That kind of tells you that there are some leakage and some some vulnerable areas that can be exposed if you've got the right right players uh, in the right position. So I heard Mike Tomlin in his um, presser say that T.J. Watt is probably the is he said is the best defensive player in the world, the universe right now, and he's right. He if without T.J. Watt in there and also having Alex Highsmith. I don't know where the Steelers would be, just the pressure they put on, just the the consistency they have, and just really understanding, you know, the the situation in games. I mean, it's it's really crazy, uh, just what we're we're seeing, and it's it's kind of nice just to to ha- know that we've got he's got our backs, he's got the Steelers' backs, and he's really. He's really something. So I'm glad, glad to have that. For those of you that were trying to figure out the Rams, they're five and six. Again, Arizona Cardinals two and ten. They have a breakout season with their running back. That's Karen Williams. So, you know, he had a career high two hundred and four scrimmage yards, scoring two touchdowns. And that's why they, they no longer have um their their other backup that was in there. So Kyler Murray, he seems he seems posed and he seems to be, you know, coming back. And he's very, you know, shifty when he t- does the run, but he doesn't have a lot of um a lot of I should say weapons to be able to carry it all by himself. So we'll see what happens there. Um just look moving forward, it's just gonna be interesting to see how uh the defenses come to play because everyone talks about it's offense, offense, offense. It is, but look at what defensives have done to really keep teams, not only in the playoff picture, but away from the better teams. And so, you know, in the game changing plays that really help 
uh, get a lead for a team. And just those interceptions, the fumble forces, you know, the, the, the just the, the blitzing and making sure that you're putting so much pressure on uh, quarterbacks is, is crazy. And so I'm just going to end today with a great what the football just moment. Uh, again, TJ Watt leads the Steelers with 13.5 sacks, and he's uh, lead, leading the league in sacks, and he's just ridiculous. He had two sacks um, in the in the game. And then also, again, just a shout-out to Trent Trenton Thompson and that interception which led to the Pittsburgh's touchdown drive, and it was at the right time. So uh, he just really did a great job in where he was to do that. My only thing is I'm going to say, I know everyone's really high on Joey Porter Jr., which he's, he's awesome. He, he, he's lined up against the best of the best. He was lined up against Jamar Chase and he shadowed him and he did a, a really, really good job with about that, but he tends to get penalized more than anybody. So as soon as he can work that out and not cost us yardage with penalties, He's going to be really something fierce to, to deal with in the league. All right, everyone, that is the Steel City Underground WTF podcast this week. Until next week, make it a great day, and thanks for listening. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com.